0: K-Q-E-D. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Janitors who work at the facilities of Facebook and its parent company, Meta, have been on strike since last Wednesday. They're protesting recent layoffs by SMB, the company that contracts with a social media giant. Late last week, the strikers received support from two major groups advocating for workers, Silicon Valley Rising and the South Bay Labor Council. Janitor Maria Garcia has worked at Facebook for seven years. She's delighted by the support the strike has received.
1: Trust me, very happy, so happy. And I keep my fingers crossed to see my other brothers and sisters come back.
0: Garcia has not been laid off. She and other workers say those of them who were left on the job got extra duties, but no extra pay since the layoffs last month. The National Labor Relations Board has approved a union recognition election for dancers at a topless bar in North Hollywood. If the performers organized, KCRW's Tara Atreon reports they would become the only unionized strippers in the nation. Following months of demonstrations over unsafe working conditions and compensation, dancers at the Star Garden Topless Dive Bar in North Hollywood are a step closer to unionization. The National Labor Relations Board announced it will send a mail ballot for the strippers and the bar's DJs on October 14th. The ballots will then be counted in early November. If a majority of the Star Garden dancers and DJs choose to opt for a union and the NLRB certifies the results, the performers could be affiliated with the Actors' Equity Association, a live theater union representing more than 51,000 actors and stage managers. The vote is a major step towards making Stargarden the first labor-organized American strip club since performers at the Lusty Lady Peep Show in San Francisco began the Exotic Dancers Union in 1996. For the California Report, I'm Tara
1: Atrion in Los Angeles. Showing your support is easy and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED podcast too at donate.kqed.org/podcast. That's donate.kqed.org/podcast.
0: A teacher shortage has forced dozens of preschools in California to close classrooms since the start of the school year. KQED reporter Daisy Wynn visited a preschool in the Bay Area that had to close three
1: classrooms. The site manager of Old Galinas Children's Center, Iris Marin, opens the door to a classroom where a group of preschoolers are playing and building with Legos. But across the hallway… in another classroom, the lights are off, the chairs are stacked on top of short desks, and the toys are untouched. Funding for this Head Start classroom is available, and plenty of families are waiting to enroll, but there aren't enough teachers. Marine says many teachers quit during the pandemic shutdown. When the school reopened, the staffing shortage got worse. During the spread of the Omicron variant in the spring, teachers frequently called in sick and she scrambled to find a substitute. When she came up short, she called parents at the last minute to cancel class for that day. It
0: was really a a huge struggle, like, sometimes crying because really you didn't want to to do it, and there was not any other
1: option. They call it the perfect storm, but I think it's the perfect horrible storm. That's Chris Miracle, executive director of Head Start California. Last month, a survey of subsidized early education programs in the state showed that the programs are missing up to 5,000 teachers. You know, you've got inflation. You've got a rising minimum wage that makes it more attractive for people who in Head Start who have to do a lot of work every day. It's hard work. Now they can go to McDonald's. Low wages were driving away early childhood educators, most of them women of color, long before the pandemic. But the emotional and financial stress, plus the health risk of working during the crisis, drove them to quit faster. The survey shows many teachers quit, moved to more affordable areas, or left for better opportunities in public schools. There's growing demand for them as the state pours $2.7 billion into a plan to offer transitional kindergarten for all four-year-olds. Tens of thousands of teachers at home or community-based preschools could double their salaries by working in a TK classroom.
0: These are things that teachers deserve and need.
1: Scott Moore is CEO of Cadango, the largest child care provider in the Bay Area. He says early childhood educators have always been paid the lowest among teachers, but their work is arguably the most important since 90% of children's brains develop by the time they turn five.
0: So while we know that it means we're going to lose some teachers and that's hard, we know it's best for them. It makes us work harder to increase our wages and benefits even more.
1: To try to keep teachers from fleeing, providers are offering retention bonuses, pay raises, and other incentives. Moore says he can pay teachers better thanks to a surge of funding from the state. At Old Galenas in San Rafael, managers recently closed three classrooms to avoid staff burnout. Before the pandemic, the nonprofit that operates this preschool and other Head Start sites in Marin County served more than a 1,000 kids from low-income families. Today, less than 500 are enrolled. Iris Marin says despite the stress, she stays in her job because she loves working with kids and seeing them blossom. Right now is my 15 years here, and when I see children around just finishing high school, It's just amazing. It's just amazing. And see, oh my goodness, here they are succeeding. She says that makes all the hard work worthwhile. For The California Report, I'm Daisy Nguyen.
0: Today is a holiday, but which one depends on the calendar you're looking at. The federal government considers today Columbus Day in honor of 15th century explorer and colonizer Christopher Columbus. But a growing number of cities, including San Francisco, San Jose, and Los Angeles, celebrate today as Indigenous Peoples Day. Here at the California Report, we're celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day with a focus on Nicole Anapu Man. She became the first Native woman to reach space last week as commander for the NASA SpaceX Crew-5 mission to the International Space Station.
1: It's incredible to be in space. Mom, look, I'm finally in space.
0: <laughs> Mann is enrolled with the Y Laki of the Round Valley Indian tribes in Northern California. While on the space station, she will experiment with 3D printing human cells and conduct research on cardiovascular disease. And that's the California Report for Monday, October 10th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com slash CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. The California Healthcare Foundation, working to build a more effective, compassionate, and just health care system. On the web at chcf.org slash health equity. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel FALCOR-2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration, on the web at schmidtocean.org.